Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode... My thing is that I just want to reinvent the word and business just needs to be more about how do we have a holistic approach to our business success that involves things like the people, the planet and society as effectively just part of the stakeholders of the business. So whether you call yourself a charity or a social enterprise or 1% kind of environment or a profit or whatever, I don't really care just as long as we're all make some kind of change in the world. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 299 of Impact Boom. My name's Indio Miles, and I'm passionate about communicating the initiatives and enterprises causing sustainable and positive change globally. Today, we're speaking with Mick Hayes. In between being a dad, a hubby, a surfer, Mick's work seeks to connect with values-aligned brands and people to make a purposeful impact in the world. His primary goal is to bring connection and clearer pathways to success through leadership, communication and purpose, and aligning with the UN's Sustainable Development Goals. Mick currently works within the following projects. One, he's the founder of 17X. Their speaking events that tour Australian cities engaging the business community with the UN Sustainable Development Goals with a podcast called 17X, SDG Convos with Mick alongside. Two, Dice Consulting. It's a management consulting company with operators and their teams in leadership, culture, and strategy. This work builds pillars to educate, empower, and enable leaders to create amazing teams, culture, and purpose-driven business. Three, Living Workshop Facilitator, a mental health stigma reduction and suicide prevention workshop for mental health charity, living.org. Mick is also a public speaker and consultant on all things culture, connection, purpose, leadership, people management leading to creating business models and inspiring people that do good. So on today's podcast, we'll be discussing the 17 Sustainable Development Goals, providing a framework for sustainable change and the importance of values-driven entrepreneurs driving crucial conversations. Mick, thank you so much for joining us today. India, thanks for having me. It's good to connect with you here. Excellent. So to start off, Mick, could you please just share a bit about your background and what led to your interest and work in global change and the UN Sustainable Development Goals? Yeah, so a few years ago, I found out how good it makes me feel to work in some kind of impact or purpose-driven business scenario. The more that I get asked that question, I think that there's definitely a selfish reason in amongst it all where it just makes (laughs) me feel pretty good. The truth of it is that I've worked in that consulting space with SMEs for the last 10 years. And towards the end of that decade, really around 2018, 19, I was asking more questions of myself and my clients on how can we transition our business models to create more sustainable change in the world. At the time, I was being wrapped around the SDGs and exploring this whole thing around these global goals and and how they can relate to business. 
luckily they kind of work in pretty well with how we can build our teams and inspire people to create great outcomes and how success can be actually wrapped up in solutions that are bigger than just us. It feels bloody good. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I got there. Yeah, no, short and sharp. It's a great way to talk about that and just that personal feeling and kind of that completion has provided you. It's really great to hear. And yeah. we touched on it in the introduction there, but you're the founder of 17X and it's a speaking yeah. forum. So could you tell us a bit more about the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals and how businesses might engage and align with them effectively? I guess for anyone that doesn't know, the UN Sustainable Development Goals, I'm assuming most of your audience in India will know what these are, <laughs> knowing what Impact Boom are up to. But <laughs> what the SDGs, 2015, off the back of the Millennial Goals, basically the UN General Assembly global leaders got together and went, right, the world's in a shit space, effectively, and we're in trouble in a, in a variety of areas. And it came out with these very colourful, engaging 17 global goals that we need to take action and create solutions for by 2030. It was a 15-year plan it's now being tagged as the world's to-do list which i think mm. is pretty cool but really it's looking at across all things people planet and society in general for business climate change is a very hot topic right now equality mm. is becoming more and more front of mind and business finally are transitioning away from that csr checklist tick the box type attitude to more okay this is an actual opportunity for us not only to do great things in the world but actually create even bigger and better success for us as a business model. It's now making more sense to do business good. Like it's good for business to do good business, if that makes sense. So these global goals, obviously a great framework for us to look at where do I start? How do I start as a business unit or a business model corporate or right down to SME solopreneurs? Often the question is, where do we start and what's actually good for us? And I think Within 17 goals, you can find one that you can align with at least to get started. If we all find one each across the 17, by the time everybody does it, there's some really amazing actions happening for each of those goals. That's a really great explanation. And I'm glad to hear you say that there are more kind of businesses engaging with that framework. And you do a lot of consulting as well. So you're a management consultant at Dice Consulting and you yep. coach workers through strengthening those core values and their purpose. So... In looking at the opposite side of that, where do you see people fall short in aligning with values and sustainable goals in the workplace? You could go back maybe the last 100 years, really, of, of what a traditional business model has been set up to do. And it's all been about singular focus, myopic success. How do I create more value for myself as the owner, founder, mm. or my share? It's all driven by the bottom line. How much money can we create? Very insular focus. And anyone that's struggling with this transition is still living in that age as far as how they run and conduct their business. With the consulting side of, I guess that's more my day job at the moment. It gives me freedom and flexibility to work on things like 17X. With the people I work with, often we want to scale back and, and take a look at how can we engage, enable, and really bring the best out within our teams. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of service-based leadership. And your culture eats strategy for breakfast every day of the week. So how do we actually create amazing culture and leadership platforms for our teams to go and succeed and be amazing in what they do? 20, 30 years ago, we were taught to follow the leader and do whatever our boss told us to do. And they were the ones that we had to follow. Now, I think there's a real transition to instead of trying to follow what our myopic views are as an individual in a business, it's more about how can we as a team work together to create outcomes that are 
beneficial for both us, our business, and the people around us or the planet. And we become almost have a three-tier focus to creating culture and success and what does that look like. And we can bring impact purpose and things like the SDGs into play that allow us to look at success metrics inside the business, but also outside the business. When we start looking at how do we inspire and engage people to create success that's bigger than themselves, the funny part is that the success for them tends to follow pretty closely. When we really start to wade through what does that external purpose and impact look like for us as either a team or a business, then we generally, like I said at the start, we feel good about ourselves. We start to enjoy our role, our jobs, our teams, our business that we work with. And when we enjoy what we do and we feel good about ourselves, then what shows up is that quote unquote success, whatever that kind of looks like. <laughs> That's where we see it. And I think any corporations or businesses that are struggling with that right now are perhaps just still living and and operating in that bolder mentality of of what success looks like. Now, that doesn't mean that they're meaning to do that. They're just maybe still trying to work out how do I transition. Some of the larger organisations in the corporate setting, you can't expect to change overnight. It is a process, but it's about one step at a time, 1% at a time. Over time, then we can create some amazing solutions and outcomes because as you're aware, Humans are amazingly resilient and we're very good at innovating if we work together. That's how I see it at the moment with both sides of those impact coins when you look at uh, sustainable business versus the old way of doing things. That's, a, that's an amazing observation that you've just made. Thank you so much for sharing that, Mick. And you've worked in this space of kind of those events and working around that sustainable business. And as you said, even consulting old businesses, but you've hosted a number of events. So how do you create dynamic and safe spaces to host conversations on such crucial topics and global issues? Good question, because I like where you talk about dynamic and safe spaces to host conversations on crucial topics. The language you use there is really important. One of the key things that I try to avoid is labels, dealing in matter-of-fact solutions. What I mean by that is with 17X, the first thing that I set out to do in 2019 was really how do I use this as a platform Again, Insular looking at how do I learn more about how I can create more purpose in the world and learn from people rather than trying to come up with it on my own. I set up this event as a way to meet really interesting people doing amazing things and you tend to start to open the doors to those conversations. One of the key things that you learn when you start stepping into this space of whether you call it social enterprise, change makers or Mm. profit purpose businesses some are doing it on a huge scale some are doing it on a small scale but they're all working in the same direction so the one of the things with 17x is we try not to control the conversation number one our speakers that come and speak at our events there's only one rule and the rule is that they can't sell from stage we're not (laughs) an event series where everyone's trying to sell their stuff it's more about how can you tell us your story and hopefully inspire action in the audience there's Mm. really no control i do get a lot of speakers go what do you want me to talk about How do you want me to frame my talk? It's a Mm. 17 minute keynote. So they don't have a lot of time. My answer to those kind of questions with these guys is you you do you. If you want to talk about why you do what you do and and fill us in with some fact and science as to the research in your space, happy days. If you want to tell us your story as to why you chose to do this, whether you have a specific aha moment or whatnot, Mm. then let us know. The main thing there is around how we just choose not to control the conversation because what that allows us to do is we we then discover a very organic 
environment for these conversations to come about. Some people jump on stage and they do share a whole bunch of science and kind of fact and it opens us up to the reality of what's happening. Others, it is a, very much a storytelling as to what led them on this kind of path, very much around their results and the impact they're creating in the world. By the time we let all of those conversations come out, we're ticking all the boxes, right? So mm -hmm. we've got a bit of science, we've got a bit of fact, we've got a bit of inspiration storytelling, and then we've also got some measurements, some impact measurement from some of these guys. Certainly how we create a safe space with the events is trying not to control it. And again, what I was alluding to earlier is try not to put any labels on anything. I know that there are some environments and communities where there's a definition around what a social enterprise has to do or give away become classified as a social enterprise my thing is that i just want to reinvent the word business and business just needs to be more about how do we have a holistic approach to our business success that involves things like the people the planet and society as effectively just part of the stakeholders of the business and so whether you call yourself a charity or a social enterprise or one percent environment or a profit or whatever I don't really care just as long as we all make some change in the world and some guys can do it at a huge level but we can't all be bill gates and give away billions of dollars then we can do community things in our own backyards that are just as important that's how we try to set up the framework for the 17x events to really just allow it to be fairly free-flowing and organic in the way that it creates its conversation and hopefully people get inspired to go and actually look at their own business once they've been to our event that's some really great advice there for anyone trying to host those conversations. And I think when I say crucial conversations, I think that everyone's got to get involved in them. So that's just really great general advice for anyone. Just to touch in on that, where you say everyone needs to get involved, I think the huge part is that we can get involved. One of the things I'm concerned for 17X is how do we avoid isolating potential audience members that are not involved in the SDGs at the moment or they're not taking action that's beyond their P&L, that's okay. We, we know that this is how business has been running. Mm. What we invite everyone to do is to join the conversation, even if you're just dipping your toe in the water to find out a bit of facts and look at what's 1% thing I can do differently to at least get started on that conversation and that journey within our business. It could be something as simple as how do I make sure that I'm having conversations around equality in the workplace with my team. That's very simple, very easy to get going and you don't have to change too much about your structure. It's just about open communication and a little bit of education where needed. Things like that are very easy to do, but anyone that is holding these community driven or social agendas in terms of conversation events or spaces where people can come together. One of the biggest things that I noticed, and I saw it at your Impact Boom event a couple of weeks ago in Brisbane, is that it's an open door policy, right? Once mm. you open that door, everyone's very welcoming and it's very much <laughs> about how can we do things together rather than what are you and I doing and are we stepping on each other's toes or yeah. are we competitive? Are we trying to do the thing or is, oh, I can't share my secrets with you versus, hey, how do we actually do that together? <laughs> yeah. No, no, really great point. Thank you for adding that, Mick. And where do you see opportunities for impact-led enterprises or individuals globally to ensure the prosperity of future generations? I think there's two parts to that question. Firstly, the opportunities for the impact-led soon-to-be or wanting to become impact-led organisations mm. right now is that clearly the consumer and the market is headed this way. I believe in 10 years' time, if you're not engaged in some sort of social, responsible, equitable solutions with your business, you simply won't exist. The millennials now, I read a report 
by Paul Palman this morning, actually, an article that he wrote. Mm. Uh, CEO of Unilever and a huge global player in, in this space talking about half the global population is now under 30. They're highly in tune. They want sustainable solutions. They want equality. They want purpose beyond profit. They want businesses to be responsible. So the market and the customer is not going to let you get away with it. If you want to be in business in the next 10 years, you, you're simply not going to have a choice but to get on this get on this ride. Then the other side of the prosperity of future generations is certainly how do we reinvent the wheel? I think we can reinvent business. And what does the word definition, I think the definition of business in the dictionary needs to be updated and it needs to be defined where it is more about how do we have that holistic approach with stakeholders in our model that include the planet, the people around us and society in general that can be more sustainable and how does the business impact the wider community in the world outside of its own dominance. That will allow us to educate and enable future entrepreneurs, business leaders as they come through. Even at the school, we need to reshake Business Studies 101. It's year 10 school system in Australia or around the world. We've got to redefine this whole thing. And the more that our leaders and government come to the party, Australia's obviously dragging the chain here. Mm. Um, But what can we do to redefine those definitions and recreate how we perceive success and what success will look like in the future. And with the combination of that theoretical educational framework and, and reset definitions, along with the, that millennial attitude, then the, the future of business being sustainable is extremely bright for the next hundred years and beyond. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's a big question that I've thrown at you there to tackle, Mick. And thank you. Thank you so much for breaking it down there for our audience. It's just, yeah, really great answer. And it's good to hear about how much hope there is in the future. And I really hope we can do those things as well. And we're leading in kind of the end of the interview here. I've just got two more questions I quickly want to throw at you. So um, through 17X, you see a lot of different entrepreneurs and different organizations come through and speak. So what organizations do you believe are creating a strong social impact? How much time have you got? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mean from our, do you want like from our 17X speaker? Circuit or do you- oh, just any organization that you've seen recently. Yeah. It would be just fantastic to hear. Um, I'm a huge fan of shopping local. So I always like to look within first. There are a couple of big examples from around the world that I can mention, but look locally, Yasmin at the world's biggest garage sale. I always love to give Yaz a shout out because what she's created in the last four years or so from mm. being literally a garage based social enterprise to now almost like a bunning size warehouse social enterprise is the, the biggest thing all off the back of hard work grit and determination you know, like this mm. talk about uh head of a corporate heart of a charity kind of thing so anyone uh, that's around the place go and check out world's biggest garage sale particularly for just if, you, if you're trying to work out how do I engage with things like the SDGs or start to build some kind of purpose-driven framework, Yaz is doing some really cool stuff with her team and her product and her business line there. Start Some Good, Tom Dawkins, huge fan of Tom and what he does with Start Some Good and The Good Hustle. Start Some Good, based in Sydney, are a social enterprise-based crowdfunding platform. He's helping bring through that future generation of social enterprise. And then they run the Good Hustle program, which is an acceleratory type program where they they help people actually understand and define their business model before they start raising funds. Tom is also backed with a huge amount of both practical and theoretical experience in this space from living and breathing. I was listening to one of his podcasts. He's been in the activism and advocacy space since he was 15. So he's mm. been in the game for a long time. He's just got so much 
you know, so much stuff to share. Our impact partners at 17X and B1G1, anyone looking at how can I actually deliver immediate impacts through the SDGs and do it in a really fun, engaging way that's both good for me, my business, my team, and my community clients, customers, their uh, walk-up start as far as a solution. So mm. huge fan of what those guys do and so many more great things to happen with those guys. The last one I would suggest, we could sit here all day, but I've recently discovered, go and have a look at Danone, everybody. Someone put me onto Danone company and dairy kind of company based out of Paris, I believe. They have a, an absolutely amazing social ESG platform and an agenda that I just started diving into in the last couple of days. And they've got this terrific reporting system on the SDGs that they're actually working towards, the promises that they've made, the long-term commitments that they have in place and how they're actually going about it. And they score themselves against it. Obviously, it's a corporate level, but we can learn a lot about it. And I think face value, I don't think I ever knew that Danone were really going down this this their, their depth and their ability to create results in this space and how they're measuring themselves and articulating that is is just phenomenal. But yeah, definitely go and check those guys out. Mm. Yeah, a few really fantastic organizations there. And it, it's good to hear that's entering into different organizations. And so just to finish off, Mick, what books or resources would you recommend that our audience check out? Okay, so resources, definitely just go to globalgoals.org. There's all the SDG information you need and it's open source. If you want to know more about the SDGs, that's it. Now, secondly, I read No Rules earlier this year by Reed Hastings, founder of Netflix. That was probably one of the better books I've read in the last, particularly around how do we engage great culture and build amazing teams. That was a really great book to read. We've all been in the 17X circle and some of the other partners that I do some work with. We've all been singing the praises of Cult Status by Tim Duggan. I think he just won an award for the book. A really interesting workshopy book to building great brands. I'd highly recommend those two books and just go and check out all the SDG information at globalgoals.org for sure. A few really fantastic resources and books there, Mick. And just for our audience, they'll be able to read through the article or listen to our interview that we've just had, and they'll be able to check out all those organizations, the great movements that you've mentioned throughout this and those books and resources just then. They'll be able to click on through those and have a bit of a read themselves, which is just fantastic. And we've just come up to the end of our interview, Mick. I just want to really express how thankful we are at Impact Boom for you making the time to have a chat with us today and to be able to share your generous time and your insights. It's just been truly invaluable for our audience and, and for me as well. Just I've loved having this discussion with you. And I just wish you all the best in the future, whether that be with Dice Consulting or whether this with 17X, I just wish you all the best and I can't wait to see how it goes. Cool, thanks India, appreciate being here and thanks to everyone at Impact Boom for listening in, appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.